Beth Walsh, steward of the Koinonia Kitchen. You're listening to a, a podcast on identity theology. And this is the third podcast in a series. If you haven't heard the first two, we might be a little above your head. So listen to those first. Uh, I will be giving some scriptures out in, in all the podcasts. We don't read directly from the scripture, so pause the podcast, look up the scripture, read it for yourself so that you can stay right up to date with us. Um, on the, at the end of the second podcast, I asked you to read uh, um, from the book of Romans, chapter 6, verses 1 to 14. Now I'm going to take from the book of Romans, the, the letter that Paul wrote to the church in Rome, um, I'm going to take some thoughts that Paul had written down, and they all come from chapters 6 through 8. You don't have to read them right now, but you might want to read them while you're talking about identity, theology, who you are in Christ you are actually a kingdom kid walking in the kingdom of God right now while you're on this earth. So the comments from Paul's letters to the Romans, first of all, you're dead to sin, but alive to God. You are no longer under the law, but you are under grace. You are called to obedience as a slave serves a master. You died to the law, but you recognize it as holy for it is from God. We will still struggle with sin because the sin lives in our flesh, in our mortal body. Our mind serves Christ, but the flesh serves sin. You know, it's hard when you think about the flesh. Sometimes people get, they're thinking their actual body, and it could be partly in the body. I know some addictions are formulated in the body. But think of your soul. That is where your mind, your emotions, and your will reside. And then in your spirit, your spirit, the human spirit, was replaced by the Holy Spirit when you came to receive Christ. But that place, that soul, is the battleground for a lot of uh, issues. So don't beat yourself up. Because just like Paul said in this letter, we struggle with sin because sin still lives in our flesh, in our mortal body. So your mind serves Christ, but the flesh serves sin. Now, there is no condemnation for anyone in Christ Jesus because we were set free by his sacrifice. We are controlled by the Spirit, and so we do walk in spiritual righteousness. We are heirs with Christ, and we are called sons of God. Who would have thought that, that somebody would be calling you a son of God one day? <laughs> From where a lot of us came, that is not what we were looking for. But look who Jesus saw on this earth. And look who came to him first. People just like you and me. People, the fishermen, the tax collectors, the prostitutes, the, the ones that the sin just wasn't filling because we were only going to be fed with spiritual food. Um, we are justified, sanctified, and glorified. You know, those are words that you hear a lot in Christian teaching. And they just sound like big, pompous, religious words that nobody really wants to know about. But I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. Justified, it, was, it happens the moment that you receive Christ into your heart. Just as if I never sinned. Justified. You are justified in a moment. 
glorified will happen on the moment of your death when you leave this earthly body and you get free of the flesh where the sin lives and you become perfect as God made you to be. He made you to be very good. Remember that. So when you are glorified, you will be very good again. And it happens at the moment you leave this physical body. Sanctified is what happens in the middle. Between justification and glorification comes sanctification. Yeah, big, long, churchy words. All sanctification means you grow into the image and likeness of your Savior as you spend more and more time with him. Suddenly things start to change for you. You you begin to think differently. You begin to act differently. Paul described it as being transformed by the renewal of your mind. And that will happen. You will seek to obey God just because you love him so much. It won't be a matter of I have to or if I don't. I will be punished or any of that. It will be, oh, I love you. I long to serve you. I long to make you happy. And it happens slowly and in incre increments. But for some of us that have been in on this path for a long time, when I look back at where I was 40 years ago, I'm not the same person. I, I'm not even, I don't think the same. I don't act the same. I, I, don't, re I don't respond to circumstance the same. It's an amazing thing. My emotions, uh, they don't run my life anymore. Um, I think when I was closer to the sin nature, even when I was first born again, I'd get an emotion and I'd have a reaction. And somehow, being close to Christ for these years, I, I don't have to react to every emotion. I don't even have to think the emotion is right. I get to bring it to God and respond to it. Um, accordingly. And the last one is we are conquerors. Nothing can separate us from the love of, of Christ. So that's who you are. Those are, those are the big thoughts that Paul gave us in the letter to Romans uh, chapters six through eight. But this whole podcast series is to ascertain who we are in Christ. Through God's plan of salvation, we were given a new identity. And we need to recognize that we are dead to sin and death. And we are partakers of the everlasting life and power of the kingdom of the living God. It is within your reach. When you need the power of the king, you are one of his favorites. You are one of his subjects. He longs to help you get through this life. You know, we said earlier, your identity is how you feel or what you believe about yourself. In this next part of the podcast, we're going to talk about how does belief play out in the life of a Christian. Remember, when Jesus was in his hometown, the people didn't believe on him, so there were less miracles that happened. What did he say was the cause? Read that. Look up Matthew chapter 13, verses 53 through 58. And when, when you read that, just remember, when you receive a message about yourself, sometimes you will come to believe it. As a child, maybe maybe you false messages were reinforced. Maybe it was, oh, you're so beautiful, and you were average. <laughs> but you thought you went through life thinking, I'm a beauty queen, and you get out there and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm average. Um, 
Or maybe you heard the other end. You'll never amount to anything. Or you're just like your father. And your father was a bad guy. Whatever it was, we have formed false beliefs about ourselves. And it's time that we look at the truth. And the truth is in Christ. So I'm going to give you some words and I want you to consider what the truth is. Unworthy. No, I'm not unworthy. I am a child of the king. I am secure. Unacceptable. No, I am accepted by the Most High God. Rejected. No, the prince of everything came looking for me. I was the sheep that was lost. He left the 99 to come and found me to find me. A failure. Are you a failure? No, you are successful in the kingdom of God. You have eternity in your grasp. You are a child of the king. Anxious. I can become unafraid if I remember that he's walking with me. Weak. God is your strength. In inadequate. No. For such a time as this, you were placed upon this earth. Do you get this? Take these thoughts and change them. Are you self-confident? That can be a negative, believe it or not. You have to be humble in the sight of your Lord. Are you competent? Is self-sufficiency your lot? The reality for you is to remember what happened in grace. You were not sufficient enough to get right with God. You needed the cross of Jesus Christ. So take a look at the things you've been telling yourself. False beliefs challenge the effective witness of God's children. The longer we have believed something false about ourselves, the more entrenched it becomes. I live in Florida, and I love to show people a, a, a tree. And I'll say, what kind of tree is this? And they'll say, it's a palm, it's a, it's, I don't know what kind of tree it is, but it's big. I'll say, it's a palm tree. And they'll say, no, it's, it's not a palm tree. It has like branches and leaves. And I'll say, well, it's a palm tree with a banyan tree wrapped around it and growing all over it. But if you look at the base, what's holding that tree up, what started this whole thing is the palm tree. That's what these false beliefs are like. You're the palm tree. You're the child of the Most High God, but you've got this banyan tree growing all around you, encircling you, choking you. It's time to get rid of that banyan tree. And how are you going to do it? You're going to remember your identity in Christ. Um, when we walk in the flesh, we walk independent of God, and we come to believe that it's up to us. Whatever this life is going to bring us is up to us. And that sort of belief creates fleshly behaviors. And then they become like a default setting. We act on what we believe in our heart. So we have to beware of the big tricks of Satan. One of the biggest things he likes to tell you is you earn your spot in heaven. It's all about what you do. And I'm sorry, friend. This is like getting a good, good table at a nice restaurant. It's about who you know. You know the king of the universe. <laughs> and that's what this is all based on. Works do not create righteousness. The blood of Jesus Christ created your righteousness. Never forget that. And then the other one, he takes service to God 
And he tricks us into getting proud of that. When, you know, we, we start to do things for applause instead of for um, love of God, for, for desire to please my king. I start to look for the applause of, of humans. And he tricks me with little things like this. So always remember, it's not how to be free from those lies. It's who. Rearrange those letters. It's not how. It's who. And once you get back to Jesus, everything will fall back in line. So what do these false beliefs affect? Well, they affect our relationship because you bring your identity with you into every relationship you'll ever have. If you know your truth in Christ at the outside, at the outset, you're going to change. You know, I remember the teaching on being unequally yoked. Say, for example, in a marriage partner, take two oxen. One is big and strong and one is weak. And you put the yoke on them, the, the board with the two heads in it, and they start to plow a field. Well, you know what? If it's a board yoke with the old-fashioned kind, the big, big ox is going to pull the other one, and the other one is going to get injured. And the big ox is going to get calloused where he's pushing so hard to pull the weight of the other one. When, when we were taught not to be unequally yoked, it wasn't uh, because they're not worthy. It's because people are going to get hurt. Those kind of teachings, know your truth. It's not just for marriage, this unequally yoked thing. It's with people that you create relationships, business partners, co-workers. Know who you are going in and be that child of God. You know, the world is going to trick you with the three things that Satan likes to, you know, dangle in our faces. Pleasure, possession, and power. Watch for extremes. When, when you get in hot pursuit of pleasure, possessions, or power, you forget that your heart is supposed to be set on Christ. He's a jealous God. One of his names is Kana. He's looking for people to remember him first. That was the first commandment. I am the Lord your God. I will not have strange gods before me. So watch out. The world will tempt you with false gods. Um, family, marriage, children, what's going on here? Do you have cycles of dysfunction that need to be interrupted? Do you need godly counsel? Do you need to, to stop as a family and reset? What are you passing on to your children? Prejudice, entitlement, victimhood, uh, that you deserve something? Is it, what, what's going on there? Stop and look at it, because these are places where false beliefs will hide. You know, one of the ones I've fought in my life is the belief that my value comes from my work. That's a place for you to look, at your workplace. Adam's curse was that by the sweat of the brow, he would he, that would, was going to be where he was going to feel like he meant something. And that's not what it is. It's by the love of the creator of the universe is where you're going to feel your worth. But it's a trick. If you have a good, strong work ethic, Satan will try to use it against you. So today, we're talking to you about who you are in your kingdom identity. Become secure in your stance. Question, question, question.
one of the best ways that I've found to take stock of myself is through daily journaling. Um, at BethWee.com, we have a journal that we call Spiritual Heat. You don't need to buy the journal. You can if you'd like. We love the support. Um, but the journal has letters that teach you what to write each day. And for 15 minutes a day, you can get yourself back in right standing. You will grow closer to God, and you will feel right with yourself. That's a big one, just to feel right with yourself. Spiritual heat, the heat stands for H. Start by honoring God in your journal. Praise God. Praise him in your journal. You know, He, hallowed be his name. Make his name holy on earth as it is in heaven. Start your journal there. The E in heat stands for examine. Look at the day before. Where did you do well? Where did you lose out? Where did you step back into an old setting? Where did you become selfish or self-centered? Where did you forget to put Christ first? Tattle on yourself here. Examine. And don't forget your wins. Your wins are very important. You know, an inventory is not all red. It's all, not all what you don't have. A lot of inventorying is what you do have, the good stock in, in, in place. Then the A in heat is for ask. If you've been telling people you pray for them, this is where you'll do it. You can just call them my list and put their name on your list and, and write my list. And you are lifting them to God. You are lifting them to the one who already knows their needs better than they do, better than you ever will. But what else would you like to ask for? Do you need more faith? Do you need health, help with that ego at work? Is it really hard to step down and be a team member when you want to be the leader? What, what do you need help with? Do you have a child that's battling an addiction? And you have to remember that that's God's fight, not yours. What is it that you're fighting with? Is your partner withdrawing from you? Do you need help with communication? Do you need help with what your role is in the marriage? Ask here. Ask God. Ask him. Is it just more faith that you need? I want to believe stronger. Please give me more faith. Are there no people that are teaching you? Do you need discipleship? Ask for a teacher to show up in your life. Ask for what you need. And then the T in spiritual heat is for thank. Write five things for which you are grateful every day and never repeat one. I'll tell you what, you'll start to see things you didn't see before. You'll see the cloud shapes again. <laughs> you'll see the elephant in the sky, so to speak. You'll see the flowers that are blooming in your yard that you always thought were weeds. You'll see the smile on your son's face when he's trying to pull a fast one. You'll see different things, and you'll be grateful for them. Spiritual heat, H-E-A-T. Honor, examine, ask, and thank. Why? Because you are a child of the Most High God. You are a citizen of heaven. And when you play small, it doesn't help the kingdom. We need you in full battle regalia, living in this world with us, but residing in the one true and eternal kingdom. That's who you are.
We'll meet again. Thanks for listening. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.